Welcome to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm a multiple six-figure entrepreneur, business, and manifestation mentor, and I'm known as the Thrive Queen. This podcast is where we talk about sex, health, spirituality, business, and living life on your own terms. My clients are go-getters, action-takers, and do not settle for anything other than living a fuck-yes life. I'm obsessed with helping you thrive in all areas of your life, and if that vibes with you, welcome. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. Today is day 23 of the daily podcast series where I share the biggest shifts that I have made to build a multiple six-figure business really fucking quickly. Now, today is going to be the last of this series, but that does not mean that the daily podcasts are going to stop. Now, also, you might hear a lot more wind in the background, and that's because I'm sitting on my balcony this morning eating some breakfast. It's getting to about like 105 degrees today in Texas. (laughs) So I'm doing my best to spend time outside, and now, of course, there's babies crying and all the things, but we're going to do the thing messily anyway because I would love to be outside today, and I want to record this podcast for you guys. So initially, when I started this daily podcast series, teaching you guys the biggest shifts that I made. My intention was to just do it maybe for a week or two weeks and now we're going on a little over three weeks and I think today's topic finally feels good to like end it. Obviously I could probably keep going forever and ever and ever and ever (laughs) with this topic but I'm not. So today's topic is Really just, if you do nothing else that I have talked about ever, like you do this, like that's how fucking important it is. And that is the concept of above all, just keep fucking going. When you decide to become an entrepreneur, you are literally not just committing to making a lot of money. You're not just committing to being successful. You're committing to the process of figuring shit out. You're committing to the process of doing the things regardless of not knowing the outcome. You're committed to the times when you are on your bathroom floor fucking hysterically crying. Like, what am I doing with my life? How did I get here? Like, should I just give this up? Am I meant for this? Can I do this? Because right before we have massive up levels, we typically have massive like like some sort of massive uprooting of who we are in this moment and that feels really difficult but what's actually happening is like you are getting rid of all the things that don't serve the higher version of you or the higher level of you or the version of you who has what you want and that uprooting process and that shedding process feels really fucking difficult at times for me like losing different aspects of myself that I was so accustomed to like the overworking aspect like the part of me that identified as a dietitian the part of me that identified as a bodybuilder the part of me that even identified as a business coach like losing those parts of me and allowing myself to 
not necessarily get rid of them, but shift them and pivot and integrate them in a different way. Like that's really difficult because we attach ourselves to identities of, you know, who we think we are. And in order to make the next level of income, you often have to get rid of those identities. And I don't want to say adopt a new one, but like kind of, you know what I mean? Like in order for you to become like rich, you have to uh, stop identifying as the person who struggles with money. And that is rooted in a lot of deep shit that has happened for your entire life, right? And the list goes on. And so committing to entrepreneurship and being successful is not just in the idea that... (sighs) It's not just in the idea that, you know, you're going to be successful and you're going to quit your job and cool everything. You're going to hire a coach and I'm going to commit to that. But it's committing to the times that really fucking feel tough. Yesterday, I, I spent the weekend with my brother and, I, and he has two children, one that's like five and seven, I think, or something like that. And like, those are very difficult ages, right? And uh, I was telling him how Joe and I, my husband and I, want a baby. And, you know, he was just like, make sure, like, you know what you're getting into. Like, your entire life is going to change. And, you know, he was in a very frustrated place when he was telling me this. <laughs> frustrated place with his children. They're taking so fucking long to get in the car. They're, you know, having tantrums about they don't want to go and eat at the place that we're currently eating at. And, you know, they're just being children. And as he was saying, like, you know, make sure you know what you're getting into. Because he was like, once you fix one problem, once they're sleeping through the night, then you, now you have to learn to potty train them. And once you potty train them, then they have ear infections and now they're not sleeping through the night again. And now you have to learn how to deal with that. And, you know, he was just like, I guess like complaining about a lot of struggles of parenthood. And I, I, I don't get it, but like, okay, cool. Those are things. And in my mind, I was just like, listen, like, yes, having a a baby and, you know, posting pictures of it is really fucking cute and dressing it up is really cute. But I'm not having a baby because of that. Like, yes, there might be highlight moments of having a child and raising a child, but I'm committing to the process of motherhood. I'm committing to the process of figuring it out. I'm committing to the hard times and I'm committing to knowing that I can do anything And that the happier I am, the more I take care of myself, the easier it's going to be to take care of a child. So how can I learn to balance that, right? And as different things come up in the child's life, I get to learn about what that looks like and how that impacts me and how I can now integrate a new way of being and a new lesson and be a better parent to them and have them have a better life. Like that's the process you commit to when you have a child. Same thing with health. You commit, you don't just commit to getting skinnier. You don't just commit to getting stronger. You commit to the process of figuring it out. You commit to the process of what do you do? You know, if now you start to have a pain in your body and you can't lift the way you did, how do you, what caused that? How can you fix it? Right? It's like, you know, you went through a hard part of your life and you gained all the weight back or you um, weren't able to push as hard in the gym. Now you learn how to reintegrate that into your fitness routine or into your nutrition. You know, now if you have a certain diagnosis, you learn how to come back and you learn how to integrate that into what's now healthy for you, you know? And it's like, 
I think the world just focuses on the wrong fucking things and they focus on the highlight reels and when their life doesn't look like that fucking highlight reel, they automatically think they're doing it wrong, they're parenting wrong, they're doing fitness wrong, they're doing health wrong, they are doing business wrong and the truth is, is like there's no highlight reel of life (laughs) unless you're just on people's Instagrams, (laughs) you know, like you're literally committing to the struggle of learning how to get to where you are and so if you are not committed to that process you will a hundred percent not fucking be successful and I'm not saying every day is going to be a fucking struggle but there might be struggles within every single day you know and just learning how to work with that and learning how to honor your energy and learning how to push yourself like it's that that's what you are here to commit to so if you're in entrepreneurship thinking you're just committing to getting to six figures or just committing to seven figures yes that's one level of commitment but you're also committing to the process of of getting there so I figured at this stage in the podcast I would share some of the things that really helped me just continuously go and just sharing some of the failures with you um sharing how they turned out sharing, you know, all of the things that I have come through over the past three plus years in building this successful business and showing you like what the reality of it could look like. And I'm not saying like your journey is going to look like mine. However, many of us go through the same things. Like I have a very close friend who's made multiple millions of dollars in her business and um, she's been a long-term mentor of mine and she's one of my very, very good friends, like knows like everything. And um, we're going, we're both going through a very similar point in our business. She just has a bigger like price tag to her business than I do, but we're literally going through the same thing. So it's likely that we all experience similar things, if not the same thing, just in different ways, with different perceptions, with different lessons, kind of the same lesson, but sometimes, you know, a little bit different. And so Um, I hope that this gives you some insight into what it actually can look like, but know that you don't have to go through this in order to be successful, but this is what I have gone through and you might experience some, some similar shit. So this is in no like order. I just kind of wrote down some stuff that was on my heart and that's coming up for me. So the first thing that I have here is I committed to the process of discovering how fucking epic I am. <laughs> and I say this, uh, yes, it sounds narcissistic and whatever, but it's just, it's the fucking truth. Like, if you're in business and you're selling your teachings and you are marketing yourself and you don't actually ad- admit how epic you are and you allow yourself to embody that, like, no one else is going to think you're epic. You know, people treat you the way that you treat yourself. I think the world has it backwards when they say treat other people the way you want to be treated. I think we treat other people the way we treat ourselves. So if you want people to treat you better, you have to treat yourself better, right? So if I want you to think I'm epic, how could I possibly sit here and preach things to you guys without me actually thinking I'm epic? Because if I don't think I'm epic, I'm going to half-ass what I have to fucking say. I'm not going to put things out as often as I would like to, aka I'm going to be stifling your growth through my free content and my, and my paid content. And when I go to post on social media, I'm going to be like, eh, maybe people should see this or like maybe it's good enough. Like why would you run your business from that place of maybe it's fucking good enough? 
(laughs) Maybe I'm fucking good enough. You know what I mean? It's the embodiment of knowing that you're epic and so is everybody else. So it's not a hierarchy. Jesus, hierarchy. It's not like I think I'm better than you. It's that I think I'm epic and I think you're fucking epic. I don't even need to know you. I already know that I would find you fucking epic. There are so many fucking beautiful things about you as a human that I need, that the world needs. Like you're here on purpose, right? And the truth is that you're not doing anybody a fucking service by stifling how epic you are. Um, I was talking to one of my friends this morning who's running um, a mastermind. And I was just like, I'm, you know, really interested because you really bring around around the most fucking epic people. Like, you literally bring around people who are like me. You bring around people who are go-getters, people who are open, people who are, you know, fully in the knowing of what they are here to do on this earth and I was like I want to be surrounded by more of that and I've been in other masterminds multiple other masterminds where I didn't feel that I felt like it was just a weird mix of people I felt like people were there just because it sounded good I was kind of there just because it sounded good not because it was like a true fuck yes and I'm like you really attract people who are a true fuck yes and you have a beautiful way about you for that and she was saying like yeah like you know she's been trying to do work around not being so modest around that because being modest isn't going to fucking help anybody it's going to dim your fucking light it's going to dim what you're here to do and so if you're not allowing yourself to acknowledge the epicness of your fucking existence and your brilliance like how do you expect other people to right and it's not just like like yes you get paid accordingly you get paid according to how fucking epic you think your fucking work is because your energy is what's attracting people right and people love to be around people who know who they are and people love to be around secure people and only insecure people don't like to be around secure people and do you want to be surrounded by secure people or do you want to be fucking surrounded by insecure people you know what I mean and so it's just like you, you have this envisionment for your life and your business and your way of being that you desire. And that version of you is so goddamn fucking secure in who he, she, they are. I'm trying to get better about like the pronoun thing. So if you ever feel like I'm not addressing something, please call me out and I will gladly um, do my work to learn to integrate it and learn. But anyway, he, she, or they, them, whatever you identify as. And it's like they're fucking secure, they're fucking confident, they are, they know who they are, they walk with that, like, energy of, like, yeah, I own this, (laughs) whatever this is, (laughs) you know, like, I'm here on purpose, they embody that, and it's not like a putting other people down energy, it's just a you raising up and you give other people permission to do the same, right, and as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as even just a friend, like you want to be that person to bring other people up, to allow people to be more of themselves, to allow them to stand in their fucking power. And you can't do that if you're not fucking standing in your power. One of the biggest things that I've seen over the past few years that cock block entrepreneurs ability to make a fuck ton of money is that they are not embodying that version of themselves. They are not embodying that their most confident 
their most empowered. They're not embodying the fact that they own their message and own their teachings and own what they are here to do. And they're just like, yeah, my business is kind of a thing or like, yeah, the next level is kind of a thing. They're not fully integrated into it. They're not fully embodying it. They're not in that full knowing that fuck yes, that's where I'm going. This is who I am. Like, watch me, bitch. (laughs) you know and we get so scared to embody this because for our entire life especially if you are a woman I can't speak if you're a male because I am not a male I do not have a penis but like I I I see women just you know be a good little girl cross your legs like this like Put on a bra and we can't see your nipples. Like, don't look too pretty. You're going to attract the wrong attention. Don't wear a sports bra. You're going to look like a fucking whore. Um, Don't wear that. That's too sexy. You're going to embarrass your family or, you know, your family is going to be there. Oh, my goodness. I remember one time last year I was, I think I probably talked about this on the podcast because it was, it was a big thing for me back then. (laughs) Um, I was at uh, my in-law's house in Florida. And it was Joe's grandparents' house. And they have a pool. And, like, his uh, Joe's grandfather was there. Joe's brother was there. Mom, dad. Um, Joe's brother's girlfriend was there. Like, you know, and, like, a family friend was there. And uh, <laughs> I, I was wearing a bikini. And, like, my bikinis are kind of thong-like. Um, I don't know if they're really meant to be a thong, but I kind of have a really big ass. And so, like, you know... It just, my ass cheeks eat the fucking bathing suit. It is what it is. And, you know, his mom is in a bathing suit, but everything's like, you know, fully kind of covered. And, you know, I have cleavage and she doesn't really have big boobs. She doesn't really have a big ass. She doesn't have like a lot of curves. And so inherently, you know, a woman with curves, a woman who has cleavage or a woman with a big ass and, you know, I don't even think I could find a bathing suit that would actually cover my whole ass. You know what I mean? Like, it's just whatever. It is what it is. And so I've embraced the fact that I like to be in thong bikinis because I think the other way makes my ass look like a fucking grandma ass. And I don't want that, you know? And I've embraced the fact that I have big boobs and I love them. And yes, I'm going to have cleavage in like 100% of the things that I fucking wear. You know what I mean? Like even sports bras that come up and cover everything, like my boobs are still pushed up and you still have cleavage, you know? And so even when I'm not trying, it just is the way it is. Like I just am a naturally sexy person like internally and so I guess that's just you know embodied outside of me and shown outside of me sorry there's like planes and stuff hold on okay and um Joe's dad goes to him like you know is Johnny gonna wear that when you know so-and-so comes over when grandpa comes home and his friend comes over and he's like well I don't give a fuck like she can wear whatever she wants and (laughs) I guess like he was embarrassed by it or he thought it was inappropriate or whatever and Um, you know, I wasn't necessarily going to just walk through the house with my ass hanging out, but if I'm tanning or if I'm in the pool, like I'm going to wear my bathing suit. That's the bathing suit I fucking have. You know what I mean? Like, and so, yes, I was a little self-conscious because I don't want him seeing my entire ass, but it's like, why do we think that way? Like it's there. Why do we have to hide it? You know? And it's just like, it's not my job to make myself smaller because you may have, you know, naughty thoughts about me or whatever the fuck is, you know, Joe's dad thought was going to happen. And it's just like, we're constantly taught as women to be sexy, but don't be too fucking sexy or, um, 
you know, show this because like, you know, it's, this is what sells or this is, um, what's sexier. This is what your, your husband wants or your man wants, but don't do that in public for other people. Don't do it for yourself and walk around like that, but just do it for me type thing, you know? And it's just like, Joe's not like that. I'm not like that. And I sure as hell would never expect anybody else to be like that. And it's just like, when you're secure with yourself, it makes really insecure people uncomfortable. And it's not up to us to make other people comfortable. It's up to us to be ourselves and whoever comes along with us they fucking get to come along with us anybody else gets to fucking not <laughs> and that's fine and when it comes to marketing and selling your services people don't just pay you because of your teachings or because of what you write or because of the pictures you post or the viral content or how many other people you've helped like if that was the case the you know the person who already has helped like the most amount of people let's say in fitness I don't know Jillian Michaels let's say who fucking knows who it is um or who has claimed to have it right it's like they would all just go to her and they wouldn't go to you you would have no fucking chance which isn't the truth so it's not like people just come to people based off of how many clients have had success they come to you because of your life choices they come to you because they resonate with you they come to you because you give them permission to be to embody a part of themselves that they want and show up for themselves in a way that they want and they weren't doing before and they feel like being in your energy will give them permission for that does that make sense like I wrote an email yesterday saying last night actually saying like the biggest thing that clients come to me and like leave with is self-belief self-belief in their mission self-belief in their fucking vision self-belief in themselves and their ability to change anything they don't fucking like about the themselves in the world and you know, within their control. And people who stay in my energy energy don't just hire me once, but like keep coming back for different courses or in the Thrive membership or are even just friends with me. Like people like to be in my energy because I I don't settle. I don't allow myself to stay somewhere. Like I'm constantly improving. I'm constantly working. I'm constantly going somewhere with unwavering confidence and that's an energy people like to be around and I don't have to feel bad for that like I get to market off of that you know it's not something I do intentionally it's something that I am and as a result of that people come to me and so whatever that is for you whatever you naturally embody and your life choices and your values like show that allow people to see that because the right people will fucking come and so this is part of the committing process. This is the part of the process of building a business where you have this self-discovery of what you stand for, of who you are. Because without clarity on that, you can't possibly feel that you're fucking so fucking epic that people can't help but flock to you, that your Instagram can't help but grow, that your content can't help but fucking transform people. Because if you don't know who you are, then other people don't know who you are. You know, it's not about like putting a label on it of like, I'm a business coach or I'm a, I don't know, a thrive coach or growth mentor right now slash thrive coach. Who fucking knows? Like, it's not about labels like that, but it's about a knowing of what you stand for and what you embody and exemplifying that and being so fucking unapologetic so if you vibe with the whole no bra and like thong bikinis fucking show that give permission to be them give permission to other people to be themselves and embody that if it's you know a more conservative route which most people who follow me are not but if you are totally cool like 
you know, be that, show that, own that, right? But be true to who you are. And the people who aren't true to who they are do not make it in business because you cannot build a business trying to be something that you're fucking not, right? Okay, the next thing I have on my list is um, the pivots that I've made in business have helped me just continuously keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I always tell you guys that I create products really fucking quickly. I have an idea. I create a fucking product. I put the launch into place and I do the fucking launch unless like I'm planning it for the next month, which sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. If like I'm already launching something, I usually don't have patience to wait. Like once I get an idea in my head, I like have to put it into place. Once I get an idea in my head, I have to like take action on it. Um, and I sit with it and I make sure that it's aligned and sometimes I start to launch it or I start to announce it and then like a few, like, you know, whatever, I don't talk about it for a few days. I'm like, ah, that doesn't feel good. So I'm not going to do that. And I just don't make it a big fucking deal, but I don't sit on ideas. I actually execute them. And that has made me a really fucking successful entrepreneur because, um, uh, it's just constantly giving people an opportunity to work with me. So whether I have a few clients in a program or 30 clients in a fucking program, like I don't, I don't make it mean anything. I look at every human that ever comes into my space as another human who's impacted by me. And that's my goal to build that fucking impact because I know the money will follow, but like, I'm not just here for the money. I'm here for the impact, right? pivoting my messaging from health coaching to business coaching for health entrepreneurs um, to manifestation and now to just overall growth mentor and and thrive queen and whatever else I've done like I just I I've had to pivot I've had to expand I've had to shift because my messaging no longer excited me and if I had stayed with the old messaging I would have stunted my growth because I can't build a business off of shit that doesn't excite me, you know? And when you're so dedicated to growth, you're so dedicated to personal development, you're so dedicated to like your growth as a human and your spiritual growth, whatever it is, like you learn so much that you cannot even stay teaching the same things that you used to in the way that you used to because you just see the need for something deeper or something different. And if you're not pivoting your business and your programs and your messages, and you're teaching in that way, number one, you're doing a disservice to other people, other clients, right? You're doing a disservice to them because they're coming to you because they trust you to give them the tools that they need to get from point A to wherever the fuck they want to go, right? And if you're holding out on things you know that they need, you're literally stifling their growth and only giving them a part of what you know that they need. And so a few things will happen. Number one, you will not be inspired by your work anymore and you will not have that same like energy, that same like fuck yesness around doing everything in your business, that same excitement, that same passion, that same like go-getter energy around it. So it's not going to grow the way you want it to or the way that it could. Or number two, you literally are not going to be able to attract the clients you want because you actually don't want to coach in that way anymore. You're just thinking you have to do it. And that's why you're there. That's a recent thing that I went through. And I know for me, like I have such an energetic block around wanting to do one thing, but then actually doing something else that I physically can't build a business when, or calling clients or calling money in the way that I'm meant to, or the way that I want to, which I think are just the same, but like I can't do that knowing that I'm meant for something different or deeper. Like I'm, I'm just, 
I'm so authentic to what I'm here to do that I will that I've literally literally manifested myself out of success because I didn't want it in that particular way. And so you have to honor the pivots that you are meant to make, honor your growth journey and allow your business to grow with you. And it's going to be scary. Some pivots or expansions or reintegrations, whatever you want, whatever season you're in, whatever, you know, you want to call it. Some of them are going to be easier than others. And that's okay. But don't let the difficulty of finding your true course prevent you from continuously going. And don't prevent, don't allow the, like what has worked in the past to keep you from growing in the way that you're meant to. Right? If you think of any area in your life where like you actually grew out of it and you actually pursued something, um, whether it's a certain fitness venture, I don't know, a certain type of workout or a certain relationship or whatever, like if you hadn't let old things just fall away, you would not have gotten to where you are today in that exact realm, right? For relationships, for example, like with my husband, we went through some really fucking tough times and we are the happiest like we have ever been in our lives together and it's been such a, a difficult fucking journey but like I had to be okay with getting rid of the old stories we had to be okay with getting rid of our old habits we had to be okay with getting rid of some identities in our relationship or identities we were holding each other to in order to move forward and in order to get actually happy and have a healthy relationship and be in a place where we want to bring children into this world but if you're constantly like gripping on to the fucking past because it's, it feels safe in some way but you don't fucking like it like you have to let it go because you have to create room for what is actually meant to be whenever you let things go that are a definite fuck no you create so much space for what is a true fuck yes and your actual path in in life. It's going to come anyway. You might as well fucking make the process easier by just surrendering to it. (laughs) So pivot, expand, reintegrate, keep doing the work to make sure that when you talk, when you teach, when you coach, when you create, you have that sweaty vagina, sweaty fucking armpit, fuck yes, like this is it feeling with every single thing you do. Because once you do that, the money will follow. And I don't care how many times you have to pivot, how many programs you have to create until you feel that fuck yesness. And maybe the creation is the fuck yesness. Like that's something for me that I've had to embrace throughout my business when like last year I was like, I'm not going to create anymore. I'm not going to create anymore. Bullshit. Of course I'm going to fucking create. <laughs> I'm only going to put a podcast out one, one a week. I'm not going to do anymore. And then here I am doing daily podcasts. So it's just like, the process of creation for me is the fuck yes. The process of um, connecting with people in the DMs, connecting with leads, connecting with just people in general and getting my message out there and talking to people is the fuck yes. So follow that fuck yes for you and don't let my fuck yeses like interfere with what's a fuck yes for you or anybody else just because they're successful. Like allow yourself to say fuck yes to what's a true fuck yes for you. Okay, we have a few more. We have three, me, 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 four more, and we'll go through them quickly because this has been a longer podcast than anticipated, but I kind of knew that for the last one. I have a lot, to, a lot to say on this one, so thank you for coming along for the journey. I hope it's serving you. Um, okay, so something else that has allowed me to just continuously go was acknowledging that the times where I felt lost 
in business or life, which was usually the same thing. And when I felt lost in life, I usually felt lost in business. <laughs> um, surprise, not really. Um, they were okay. Like those times when you feel lost, you're like, what the fuck is going on in life? Like, this is not what I, where I thought I would be. Like, I'm, I'm struggling to get out of it. I don't know what to do, whatever it is. Like, let it be okay. Let it be okay. Because the more you fight it, the longer that that season is going to fucking last because if you're fighting it, you're not learning the lessons you're meant to fucking learn in that season of being lost. And so you cannot get out of the season you're in without learning the lessons you're meant to learn. And you cannot learn the lessons by fighting where you are at. And so acknowledge that it's okay to feel lost and just surrender to it, to it, cry as much as you fucking need, journal as much as you need, punch a pillow as much as you need, do as much breath work as you need. Like just allow yourself to be there but don't go back to doing what was easier don't go back to jobs if you don't fucking want to don't go back to you know anything that's not moving you forward if if you don't truly want to do that you know some people do need to go back to other jobs some people do need to kind of go back in the sense that they go back to different to old messaging or um they just need to do something for income for a little bit or whatever it is but don't allow yourself to stay there just because you're ignoring the surrender that needs to happen in order for you to move through the season that you're in that feels really frustrating or that can feel you know like you're really lost because it's just part of the process. You cannot escape it. You cannot fucking escape it. It's like in fitness, trying to escape the fact that, like, you actually have to weightlift. Like, weightlift. Like, you can't fucking do that. Like, if you want a lean and a toned body, which we know what that word actually means, so I don't need to go into that. But, like, if you want a lean and a toned body, you can't sit there running all day long. You have to, to weightlift. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's the same thing in, in business, you cannot ignore, and life, you cannot bypass the times when things feel hard. It's just, it's going to be there, but you're going to keep going because you fucking committed, not just to the end goal and, like, it just coming, but actually you, um, the process of figuring it out. Oh, great, now they're going to mow the lawns. Okay, let's finish this up. Um, <laughs> next thing I have on my list is comparisonitis and low-income months. So, I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you. You're not going to grow in the way you actually think you're going to grow monetarily. It's going to be way fucking better than you ever anticipated. It's going to be way fucking quicker because once that snowball fucking effect comes into place and you're done pushing the snowball up the fucking hill and it's rolling down the other side and you've done all the work, you've went through the low fucking times, you felt really fucking lost, all of a sudden shit just takes off. And will it continuously go up and up and up and up? Likely not. There will be seasons of that. And it doesn't mean you have to go back down to zero. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, go back down to where you used to be. But there will be ups and downs in income. And just allow that to be the case. Don't fucking fight it. And allow the minimum to just get higher and higher and higher and higher. So you don't ever have to go back down to the place where you were. Um, unless you're fighting where you are so much and the season that you're in so much and the pivot that needs to happen so much, like I did last year, where you get back down to like no fucking clients and you're like, what, what am I doing with my life? So the more you follow these recommendations and the more you notice these lessons in your life, the easier it will be to have your income grow. But know that it's not going to look the way that you planned, just like your fitness journey didn't look the way you fucking planned. You can't fucking plan it, but you can commit to it right 
that's a whole point of this podcast. And in terms of comparisonitis, watch other people be fucking successful. Watch them have the income that you fucking wanted and you thought you were going to be further than them. And whatever it is, like, that's a normal part of the process. It's never going to go away. So just learn to honor it and remind yourself that if they can do it, so can you. If they can do it, so can you. You just want success like they have, but in your own way. You don't need to be them. Okay, we got two more. I'm trying to talk really quickly because they're approaching. <laughs> okay. Um, I've had launches that have completely flopped. Oh, this is the last one, actually. I've had launches that have completely fucking flopped. And I still kept going. Where things were, were supposed to be like the program, the program that was going to grow, you know, to multiple six figures of like, you know, income in one launch or whatever. And it wasn't. You know, we maybe got one or two or three fucking people in it, and that's okay. Um, but then on the flip side, I've had launches that do fucking amazing and containers that do fucking amazing. But truthfully, I fucking hated them. And so I got rid of them. And so it's like whether the launch is successful in the way that you wanted or not, you don't have to stay with it. You don't have to stay with that container. Allow yourself to change. Allow yourself to pivot. Allow yourself to keep fucking going and honor that fuck yesness within you, that sweaty vagina, sweaty armpit, like holy shit, all body is in. Yes, this is what I'm meant to do. Allow yourself to follow that and the rest will fall into place. Okay, guys, we did it. <laughs> Thank you for following me on this 23 days of the massive of the major shifts that I made to build a multiple six-figure business I am wholeheartedly so obsessed with the fact that you were here for every single day or as many as you were thank you for listening and we have the money magnet vibes open when it comes to money you guys know my belief you know that you get to pay be paid a fuck ton of money for your fucking work it gets to be in full alignment with how you want to show up in the world and that's what we're going to be focusing on in the money magnet vibes container it's only a hundred dollars i want everybody who actually wants it to get their hands on it that's why i made it a more affordable price um and it'll be held in the thrive membership so if you're already a thrive member or you choose to become one you will have access to it we start on the 26th of june of this month um, it's going to be four weeks, a deep dive into why you have the story with money that you do. We're going to be doing a lot of healing work. We're going to be doing a lot of shifts and up leveling so that you can get to the next level of income and impact that you desire. Money is my favorite topic to teach on one of them. And so if you want in, you can drop down below. I think you should be able to click the link. If not, um, you can just copy and paste it, or you should be able to get it in the link in my bio on Instagram. I would love, love, love to see you there. Thank you guys, and I will see you soon.